podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC. And folks, we have gotten ourselves a favourable fourth round Carabao Cup draw. Liverpool have been drawn away to Preston North End in what will be the Bill Shankly Derby, the Ben Davies Derby, the Sepp Vandenberg Derby. It's all good for the Reds to get this draw. It likely means Jürgen can play a similar team to the one he played against Norwich and continue to use this competition to get minutes into the legs of squad players to give opportunities to younger players. We all expected Chelsea away. Let's be honest, we all expected Chelsea away. But we've gotten Preston. I think we'll all be happy with that one. It's the 27th of October that game will be played. So one to look look forward to. The rest of the draw goes as follows. Chelsea at home to Southampton. Arsenal at home to Leeds. That could be a spicy one. QPR at home to Sunderland. Nice to see two, two lower league teams drawing each other. Means we're guaranteed one lower league team in the fifth round. And hopefully that's who we'll get. Stoke at home to Brentford. West Ham having beaten Manchester United. At home to Manchester City. Now reports... Unconfirmed reports that Manchester City are lodging an official complaint about this, an official appeal, because as we know, they only play League Two teams through their cup runs and they're outraged by this. They should have got Sunderland. That's what they believe. So keep an eye on any memes. There's going to be memes, folks. Uh, Leicester City at home to Brighton and Hove Albion and Burnley at home to Tottenham. So it's a fairly good draw. It's fairly strong. Lots of Premier League versus Premier League games, obviously. But good to see QPR Sunderland. I think that'll be a, a fun one. Um, Arsenal against Leeds. There's, there's a good rivalry, a good historic rivalry between those two clubs. West Ham City will be interesting. West Ham went to Old Trafford and beat United. Can they repeat the trick and beat the team that have won this competition four years in a row? We'll wait and see. Leicester versus Brighton. Rodgers versus Potter, two good styles of football. That one could be interesting. And you you have to feel sorry for Spurs going to Burnley. On an October night, likely to be a little bit chilly, quite windy, and Big Dyche launching, having his team launch the ball into the box at Chris Wood's massive head from everywhere. Um, we just need to do the business. If we do the business and get through, get ourselves into the, the fifth round of what is the quarterfinals, uh, we'll be very, very happy. Moving on, uh, reports from Germany that Naby Keita is in talks to extend his contract and Christian Falk at CF Bayern on Twitter has uh, come out with a report that says it's not as straightforward. He may well reject the contract. He wants guarantees, etc., etc. Now, a couple of things about this. Christian Falk is a spoofer. It, that, that's the first thing that needs to be said. Christian Falk is from the Romano Balaga school of spoofing. And he's one of those who's far more highly regarded outside of his homeland than he is inside his homeland. In his homeland, he's seen for what he is. A guy that has good information on Bayern, but not nearly as good as he makes out, and then makes up stuff about the rest. Christian Falk is not to be listened to when it comes to anything related to Liverpool Football Club. Not to be listened to at all. 
So pay him no attention. Pay no attention to Bill Sport, referring to him as England expert. The guy's a spoofer. Him, Romano, Balaga, spoofers. Ignore them all and move on with your day. We will know what's happening with Naby, likely when David Hornstein reports it. Uh, on to the local websites or the, the Liverpool-based websites. And there is a good piece up on Liverpool.com about Costa Simicus. Um, a little bit of statistical analysis about him. It's well worth your while reading. There's an excellent piece about Jurgen Klopp and Barcelona. The links from Barcelona to Klopp, they'd very much like him. And obviously there's no chance. And how it highlights Liverpool's place in the new footballing world. Written by Dave Powell, who's their business of football writer. Uh, that one's well worth your while giving a quick read to. There are, there are a couple of silly pieces up on Liverpool.com. Both by the same author or journalist or reporter or whatever you want to call him. Um, Erling Haaland and 50 million lawsuit is a transfer warning, warning to Liverpool and FSG. So... Basically, what the, what, what the point of this article is doing is warning Liverpool off dealing with Mino Raiola because Rich Paul and Clutch Sports, who have absolutely nothing to do with Liverpool other than the fact that they represent LeBron James and LeBron owns a part of Clutch Sport, are currently being sued by Nerlens Noel, an NBA player who feels like he was misled by this agency into turning down a, a large contract extension and going elsewhere with his career. He's since left their representation, signed with a new agent, signed with the New York Knicks as a free agent this summer. Got a decent contract, but not, I don't think, what he was expecting. He's suing them for $70 million. Um, that has no bearing on Liverpool or anything Liverpool will be doing. Erling Haaland will not be a free agent. So I, there's just no correlation between the two things at all. Uh, another silly piece... Liverpool can get the ideal Joel Matip air with free transfer raid on Chelsea. And the piece is about Antonio Rudiger. There's, there's things that frustrate me. The overrating of Antonio Rudiger is one. He's a good centre-back. He's not a great centre-back at all. He's not similar to Joel Matip in any way. He's also a left-sided centre-back, not a right-sided centre-back. So if he was to be the heir to somebody, it would be Virgil. But we, you can't imagine many step-downs that would be worse than that. Um, it's a nonsensical piece. He's 18 months old, uh, younger than Matip. So how is he the heir? So you're going to get him in, get 18 good months out of him, and then move him on. Very, very silly piece. Not worth your time reading. I'm saving you time in your day here, folks. That's what I'm doing. Uh, there's a really good piece on This Is Anfield, a profile on Tyler Morton. There's also a nice piece on Oakley Cannonier. There's been a couple of those this week. He sounds very, very exciting. There's a piece about Cade Gordon. And there's a piece that offers a little bit of background about Liverpool and Karim Adeyemi of Red Bull Salzburg, which suggests that Liverpool have held interest in this player for four years. So you would hope that someone, if, he, if that is accurate, you would hope that there is truth to the rumours that we will make a move for him. He's an exceptional young footballer who's had a great start to this season, 
For those that didn't see, he absolutely obliterated the Sevilla backline in the Champions League, tormented them endlessly, won three penalties. Jules Kunde, who I believe is a top 10 centre-back in the world, just couldn't cope with him. Diego Carlos, who's a good centre-back, not a great centre-back, has moments of madness. He just kept lunging in on him. And Adiemi just kept winning free kicks and won a penalty off him. Uh, but that is one well worth your while giving a read. This is Anfield is, without question, from my view, the best place for Liverpool coverage in the written word. So always make sure to check out their stuff. Some some great writers there, great staff they've put together. On AnfieldIndex.com, there are two very good articles, as there always is. One from Sam Maguire about Cuevin Kelleher. Is Cuevin too good to be a backup goalkeeper? I suppose the only way to answer that question, aside from reading Sam's piece, would be to send him on loan and see how he does across a full season at a high level. Then we'll really know what he is. But it's a very good piece. Sam is always worth reading. There's also a really nice piece on Curtis Jones by Stephen Smith, who's, I don't know how he finds time every single day to write at least one article. The guy is an absolute machine. Make sure you're following him on, on Twitter. At Steve LFC, there's no second E, S-T-E-V, LFC. Really nice guy, really, really nice guy, and a really talented writer who we're very, very lucky to have on Anfield Index. Uh, he's also contributing to EPL Index, so if you want to check out more of his work, check out EPLindex.com. Podcast-wise, we have two podcasts being recorded today. There is a new episode of Scouted Up, uh, listeners' questions. We did a, a, a Premier League flop 11, and we got sidetracked talking about players like Bosco Balaban, Savo Milosevic, um, Dimitri Karin, William Prunier. It's, it's a good one. It, it gen, genuinely is a good one. It's a little bit long, but it is a good one. Um, there is the rivalry con for Brentford that Harry has put together. Well worth your while giving that one a listen. And today, we are recording The Scouted for Brentford, and Moby on the Spot is being recorded. Jim Boardman stepping in for Trev Downey, who is off for a couple of days. You know what You know what he's like. He does a little bit of work over a few weeks, then he needs a little bit of time off. All gets, you know, gets tired in his old age. You, you can't really, can't really criticise pensioners, but you know, he, he just doesn't have the stamina of us younger people. Um, but yeah, those will both be out today. Um, we'll be recording Scouted in a couple of hours and we'll be on the spots recorded today as well. So do make sure you listen to them. That is us for today, folks. Thank you as always. Enjoy your evening and I will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.